y'all. Did y'all miss me? I would miss me too if I was y'all. Relax. <laughs> oh my God, relax. Sometimes I fall asleep at night and I wake up like, oh, I'm me. I forgot. I missed you overnight. I'm kidding, y'all. I'm kidding. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, where did you go? And why did you come back like this? Um, but do you ever look at yourself in the mirror and be like, oh, I'm like, I'm a person. Like, this is, yes. I'm me. I'm actual with like, absolutely. A life. Yes, I do. Very existential. Very existential. Well, because it's also like, you're like, oh, I'm like encased in a body. Mm-hmm. But like, the body's not talking. There's something that's, yes. there's something else that's talking. So, like, th- this thing that's talking, like, what is that? And how connected is it to this actual body? Right, right. And that's or you think a about very it, philosophical question. Like, oh, wait, we just like a small little thing on this big galaxy universe. You're like, oh. I've never a- sent you Pale Blue Dot. Is that where like a thing keeps like uh, expanding and expanding and expanding and expanding? By Carl Sagan? I think so. That gives me anxiety. I'm like, what's going on? I mean, I think it's just really, I don't, it doesn't give me anxiety. It gives me perspective. Like... No, really, you're you're just a pale blue dot in the universe. But it's not just that. So it's like, what else is out there? Are there other pale blue dots having the same experience? Yes. Like it's like, oh, it's too much unknown information. That's what it is. It's like the unknown. Your brain can just come up with so many theories. Mm, mm, mm. You don't want to do that now. You know, yeah, that's tiring. Now you're on YouTube, <laughs> going down a rabbit hole. Facts. <laughs> now you're downloading the Gaia channel. <laughs> Which is just a bunch of videos by like a lot of people with a lot of time. Ever so often, so the video is like, oh, okay. But then there's quite a few times where you're just like, now y'all know you're making this up, man. Y'all just made that up. Y'all made that up. Y'all made that up. Almost got me. You gonna get me done quicker than that. Well, y'all got us all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's let the people know what do we um, what do we got for them when it comes to today. Well, later today, we got to talk about the STI rates. They are on the rise in the U.S. <laughs> That's how we starting the day, y'all. <laughs> but there is a new pill for that. So, you know, stay tuned and find out what it is. Also, Will Smith says he went too far with his role in emancipation. You know, the movie he played a slave. Mm-hmm. Got to talk about it. Lawmakers are also urging Justice Clarence Thomas to step down. But will he? No, probably not. Um, and also today's Big Up Let Down. Ice Cube gets the let, gets the let down again. 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 Mm-hmm. Which means mm-hmm. you got it before, <laughs> in case you missed it. <laughs> but coming up this hour, we're going to talk about the man behind the movie, The Blind Side. He says the Tui family never adopted him. And also the 12-year-old boy who went outside to take the trash out and was handcuffed by police mm-hmm. in Lansing, Michigan. So that's a lot. It's a lot. It's a, it's a lot of good show. It's a good show and we're going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. All right? We're going to have a good time. So y'all know what to do. Keep it locked right here at the Amanda Steele Show. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can always go to wherever you get your podcasts and check it out. You can also check out the latest episode of my podcast, Small Doses. This week, we have presidential candidate Marianne Williamson. And, you know, a lot of people have said that they appreciated the interview because I held her feet to the fire mm-hmm. and really, like, didn't let her skirt the actual conversation. Uh, then other people said that was rude. So what is going to be your perspective? Yeah, yeah, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. So you can watch it on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV and you can listen to it wherever you get your podcast. And while you're on the internet, go to inamandabetrust.com, sign up so that you can ge- be, get an email and be in the know of when my special, my documentary is dropping. All right. So uh, the trailer is there too. It's a good time. A lot going on. A lot going on. All right. We are going to be here because we got a lot to give you. So don't go anywhere. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Hey, y'all. 
the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. And uh, it's time for some Black Red News? It is. Okay. We have to go up to Lansing, Michigan, Amanda, because a 12-year-old, Tayshawn Bernard, was handcuffed by police as he went outside to take out the trash. Police say he matched the description of a suspected car thief in the area. Now, so, little backstory, Tayshawn's father told him to go outside, take the trash out, their apartment complex, one day last week. But his son didn't come back, um, you know, immediately. So he looked out the window to see his son was surrounded by police. The authorities say it was a case of mistaken identity. The police were pursuing a suspect in a string of Kia thefts who was wearing a neon shorts and a white shirt. The officer in the area saw Tayshawn and he walked to the dumpster and thought he fit the description and the officer reportedly handcuffed him. But the attorney of Tayshawn said he did not have a white shirt on. His shirt was light blue or gray, like somewhere in there. So not white. Um, Tayshawn was released after his father raced outside to see what was going on. The police had this to say. They apologized and they said, our hope is we can put this unfortunate case of wrong place, wrong time behind us and continue to represent the community that we serve. How about that? I just am always, I, it just never ceases to amaze me just how bold they are because ultimately they really, they really know they're impervious. Mm-hmm. So for them, it's like, oh, like we inconvenienced someone today. Like there's no conscience about any of their behavior. It's, it's obvious in the way they even speak about it. Like there's no level of like remorse. Mm-hmm. A 12 year old boy. Literally. I was with my nephew over the weekend. My nephew's uh 11. And it's like, that's like that weird age where you like, you're not really a teenager, but you're not really a kid. Yeah, kid. you have consciousness. You're right. Um, but you still have like this like, this like uh, babyishness. Yes, thing, if that yes. Makes so just imagining him getting handcuffed, going outside. So you don't have to imagine him. There's a video. You're right. That would, but that, that would like traumatize him. I know that for a fact. So. And the father came outside and the father is a West Indian. And the father was like, I mean, you're, you're traumatizing my son. Mm-hmm. My son. And. What bothered me, too, was that the video was taken from inside a house looking out a window. And I just feel like we need to be at a point where we are coming to the aid of people like in our physical form. Mm -hmm. And I said I said this on an Instagram post and somebody was like, well, you know, that's what sets the cops off. And that probably wouldn't have they probably wouldn't have um, let him go, et cetera, et cetera. And I just disagree. I think that ultimately we consistently work from a place of fear with these cops versus from a place of love of our people. Mm -hmm. And I know that if I was that kid and I was being arrested by the cops, but I saw my community standing out there, you know, even if they're not being loud, even if they're not trying to fight the cops, but they're just physically mm-hmm. there in my support, I'm going to have a very different memory about this. And that might that and that matters. You know, that, that the way that we are experiencing this life together is going to be the way that we show up in this life together. So it matters. So I hope this family is. um is re, you know is recovering i hope this this uh this young man is not disrupted too much by this right the uh, family said they are they have all options on the table aren't considering filing a lawsuit why would they not so go ahead slap them with a lawsuit get a check hurry it up hurry it up cuz the apology ain't good enough for me no it is not this is this is a situation where things have to absolutely turn up to the highest element of turnipery it really and honestly an apology was like that's uh, being generous it really was a uh, my bad i was going to say apology <laughs> My bad, y'all. Don't you hate though when people give you a my bad for an apology? Like, also for it's like levels to like you know things you injustices you handcuff my child. <sighs> I feel like it was a text. Like, what are you talking about? Our bad for handcuffing your twelve year old. We see y'all next. Also, time. what it also speaks to is the fact that they continuously make children who are black into adults. Mm-hmm. 
why are you handcuffing a 12 year old for taking out the trash? Like you literally can't even identify who he is Mm -hmm. and you have yet to speak to an adult, an adult. And he has no weapon. Also, if I was jacking cars, I had time to take out the garbage can. Listen, you live in two lives. I can't, I can't. It's maddening, though. The video is maddening, so don't watch it if you don't have time to watch something that's lighting you up after it. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. We got to say hello when we get back, so don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, y'all, it's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, I like the Bible. And y'all know what time it is. It's time for... I hit the button too early. 60 second headline. All right. First up, influential music and entertainment mogul Clarence Avant, known as the God, Black Godfather, has died, unfortunately, at the age of 92. The first thought I thought, the first thing I thought of was that he gets to go be with his wife, who was her life was taken in a robbery. Uh, I think it was last year or two years ago. And I just can't imagine, you know, how painful that must have been. So they're both at peace. Yes. Also, Houston native Bun B calls out calls Tory Lane's prison sentence a wake-up call for violence against black women as a whole, not just within hip-hop. I'm just giving him applause. Because, like, to find out, like, not only can you rap, but you make really good bur- burgers. Mm-hmm. And you're a womanist? Mm-hmm. Come on, Bun B. Come on, nicest Bun B when I met him at the Source Awards. <laughs> Next, former President Donald Trump says he will announce soon if he will participate in the August 23rd debate against his GOP rivals. <sighs> <laughs> All right. Over 260K has been raised on GoFundMe, y'all, for Reggie Ray, the black man in the wheelchair in the Montgomery Brawl. The money is to help him. The who? The Montgomery Brawl. The black man in the wheelchair? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Ooh. I'm this the, the yawn through me, y'all. <laughs> the black man with the chair in the Montgomery Brawl. I was bra. like, I missed that. What video? I did think in my head. I'm like, there's a wheelchair. Maybe I missed that. But yeah, the money's to help him with his uh, legal fees, y'all. So send some money. All right. That's a good that's a good chunk of change. And I'm really glad to see that because you know what? They was not playing around getting money up for Daniel Perry when he killed. Okay, Jordan Neely on that train. They wasn't. They wasn't. So we need to get that money up for this brother because he was doing the Lord's work with that folding chair. And last but not least, rest in peace to rapper Magoo, mm-hmm. who has who died at the age of 50. Rapper Magoo, man, if you was out here in the early 2000s, you know that you had Timbaland, Missy, and Magoo. Here we come. But 50 is such a young age, so they didn't yeah. say why he passed away, but rest in power. All right, look at that. We did it. So don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey there, everybody. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seal. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. And it is time to get back into some Blacker news. Let's do it. All right, y'all. So up next, we got to talk about former Baltimore Ravens tackle Michael Orr, whose story we saw in the hit movie, The Blind Side. He says his family took him in to help him become an NFL player. Lied to him, Amanda. Lies! They lied. So apparently he says the family never adopted him. They screwed him out of millions of dollars. Scandalous. Um, He claimed in court documents that he filed in Shelby County, Tennessee, that the Sean and Leanne Tui exploited him for their own benefit after realizing that he was um, a young man with athletic talent. You've seen the movie. I'm sure yes, you saw have, the backstory. Now, he said they loved him. Okay. Let's go adopt him. But wait, no, no. He said they said they loved yeah, him. Yeah, they okay. said they said they loved him. So he believed in his heart, Amanda. Yeah, 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 of he course. He believed it. But he found out in February 2023 
that the papers that he thought he was signing to begin the process, you know, for adoption were actually a petition to appoint them as his conservators and filing would allow the two weeks to have control totally over his ability to negotiate or enter any contract, despite the fact that he was over 18 and had no diagnosed physical or psychological disabilities. So he's just finding this out now. Mm -hmm. I don't even understand why. And he's 37 years old now, by the way. So. I mean, he's not, is he still playing? I don't even think he's probably still I don't playing. I he's playing anymore now. So what does that mean? I mean, I guess he's saying that they they basically were negotiating his NFL contracts. Mm -hmm. but, but why was? But I think I, for him, it was under the rules of like these are my parents now, so my parents are like helping me versus like I'm in a conservatorship and y'all are free, Britney. <laughs> right, we know how that went. Interesting. I mean, this is really a shakeup. I mean, imagine such a lie, so duplicitous. That's a big lie. That's a lot of life living under that lie. When I tell y'all. This, this life thing right here, it's a doozy. The way humans be lying, I can't. <sighs> also, probably people who just exploit people who are obviously in need. Like, obviously, he's someone who's like in need of family and like just resources. He's also like a juvenile. Mm -hmm. And y'all took him in and was like, actually, we about to pull a ruse on you and take your money. Like, how do you sleep at night doing stuff like that? That's that's what I always think about. Like, how do people actually <laughs> do malicious things and be like, all right, let's go to the croaker? <laughs> Soundly. <laughs> Soundly, they they sleep really soundly. I don't know, man. One eight five five men eight y'all. Call us up. Did you ever believe in y'all? Because you know sometimes you get black people like I know it. I mean, Sandra really did do a good job in that movie. I was like, ooh, the Tweet family. Mm, man, oh man. One eight five five men eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. When we get back, we're gonna head into the phone line. So don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. Pick up the phone. You heard from us. You can always hit my line. Now, we want to hear from you. Hello? What's on your mind? Hit us up on the hotline. Join Amanda's convo. Get it off your chest. 855-262-6328. What's up with it? 855-AMANDA-8. Talk to us. Oh, sex, no cat. Yeah. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. I'm Amanda Seals. And our phone lines are always open for y'all. Later today, we're going to talk about the rising rates of STIs, y'all, in the U.S. What are your thoughts on that? Do you practice safe sex? Why, why not? I want to know. Call us. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. And if you want to just, like, tell us and not say your, na say your name, you can do that, too. You know. Mm -hmm. But call mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. um, but let's go to the phone lines and see what's going on right now. Hey, y'all. What's up? Who is this? Hey, Amanda. Jeremiah. This is Keisha from Phoenix. And I just wanted to say two things. First, keep doing your thing. We love you. Everything that you are doing. Amazing. Can't wait to see your new special. Second, as it is Yay. the anniversary of hip hop, I thought that it would be good for you to give us what would you say is your favorite disc record? So we all know Jeremiah, like the Bible, Ooh. has not heard Ether and he was on a timeout. You know Me what? and my husband mm -hmm, go back and mm -hmm. forth between Ether and Dollars and Cents. So would love to hear what's your favorite disc record. Thanks. You know what? I know it's boring. I know it's boring, but I'm going to have to say either only because it also has like a whole like nostalgic, like it was a time. That was a time. The whole takeover ether situation was a time because also it was like out of nowhere. Like all of a sudden Jay-Z just decided I'm about to take these people down. I don't know what happened. I don't know if there was some 
party or some meeting right. or something that like was the catalyst for this because I've never heard there be like any explanation but Jay-Z was on that Summer Jam screen and he put up a picture of Prodigy when he was you know a ballet dancer when he was younger rest in peace to Prodigy one of the greatest MCs to ever do it and it just went it went crazy takeover breakover God and see me Jehovah y'all don't want to go for war ask Nas he don't want it with hope no and it was like what wait what y'all it just got really really serious and so then it became well what side are you on it's always a side thing and I was I've always was the Nas fan so I was like I'm on Nas' side but I'm crossing my fingers like I hope when he come with either I hope it really do what it need to do it did like people really really like was like oh okay he killed it I mean I feel like the J record was like a more like popping like single whatever but like just because people were not believing Nas remember this is at a time when Nas and Jay were like mortal enemies, mm-hmm. now they don't like the same label or something. You know what I'm saying? Like I went to the Nas Jay, like we're best friends now show. It was in Jersey. <laughs> now we're best friends. Um, but this was at a time when Nas and Jay were really adversaries. And so it was like, oh my gosh, like, what are we going to see? What are we going to do? Nas, don't, Nas, don't, don't let it take you out. Do this for Queens. Do this for Queens Bridge. He and did he did it. He did it. So shout out to that moment in time. I remember like I had to go to class I had to be somewhere. I think I may have to go to work at The Gap. And I was like, I'm gonna have to be late because uh, it was gonna play on Hot 97. And I was sitting, this was before like- uh, Phones do, and stuff. Yeah, like I'm sitting in my, my my professor's office, like listening to like her little clock radio, like, <laughs> and it played and I was like, oh my God. And nothing's been the same. No. We got one more car real quick. You wanna go to the phone line? Ooh, we don't got time. We're going to come back, though. All right. All Next right. time, yeah. We love you, though. We love you, though. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Thanks for giving us a call. And thank you for coming with that question. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Y'all be so thoughtful. Y'all be so thoughtful. Keep it right here. This is where you want to be because this is where you're going to get your laughs. So don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. And uh, we up, we up, we up. Happy birthday to Congresswoman Maxine Waters, still Ooh. out here reclaiming her time. Also, Anthony Anderson, and it is the birthday of the late Nipsey Hussle. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. What do you got coming up? Coming up, we got to talk about lawmakers wanting justice, mm. Clarence Thomas, to resign. Anytime, the fact that justice is in front of his name, like, it that, threw you off. Like you justice. were like, they want justice. Oh. For, you know, his crimes. Um, also, Will Smith says he may have taken his role in the movie Emancipation a little bit too far. A little bit over the edge. So we're going to talk about that. Plus, the big up let down. And spoiler alert, Ice Cube gets it again. He let us down. What's going on with bruh? I don't know. Maybe he, get, maybe he got a movie to do. It's an actor strike. He bored. No. <laughs> Send us some script shots. I was going to say, script. we got to get him engaged again. Get him engaged. All right. Y'all know what to do to stay engaged. You got to hit us up on social media at Seal Said It. And if you miss any of the podcasts, you can, I mean, sorry, if you miss any of the show, you can check out our podcast wherever you get your podcast. You can also check out the latest episode of my podcast, Small Doses. This week, we got Marianne Williamson. She's a... Uh, 
the white lady, the guru that is, you know, trying to run for president. And, uh, you know, I wanted to see if she was really bad about it. I want to get your thoughts on that, though. So make sure you check it out. You can also watch it on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. And last but not least, uh, you can go to In Amanda We Trust to check out the trailer for my new political comedy documentary coming out this Friday. I'm independently producing it. Uh, it is the cost of a movie ticket. And I know you're probably like, yeah, but I'm not going to the movies. Right. But I'm also not a studio. Right. Right. <laughs> so it breaks even. You're supporting me, not Bob Iger sitting up on the plains in Wyoming talking about why writers should not want to get paid for their work. Right. People always be like, just make it yourself. Make it yourself. They love to tell you to make it yourself. But then when you make it yourself, do they support it? We're going to find out on Friday. Uh. In AmandaWeTrust.com. All right. We got more for you when we get back. We're going to get into this whole situation with Blackheart News and uh, Clarence. <laughs> Clarence. What a jerk. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremy. I like the Bible. And it's time for Black Air News. That is correct. Now, Amanda, you went to D.C. recently to shoot your, you know, in Amanda Detroit special, mm-hmm. your comedy political doc. Mm-hmm. I don't think Clarence Thomas was available for multiple reasons, probably because he was, you know, on a private jet. That's really what he was. <laughs> he was busy. Uh, but lawmakers are urging corrupt as hell. Their words, not mine, but I agree. Clarence Thomas to resign after new revelations. So at least seven House Democrats are now calling for this is the Supreme Court Associate Justice to resign. The Democratic lawmakers are calling for his resignation after new revelations um, that he's taking at least, y'all, at least 38 luxury trips paid for by wealthy benefactors. Um, some of some say Thomas's longstanding acceptance of freebies shows we need, you know, new ethics reforms at the Supreme Court. The late Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall even spoke out about, you know, Clarence Thompson replacing him. He had this to say. Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas. And I don't think it should be used as an excuse one way or the other. An excuse for what, Justice? Doing wrong. I mean, for picking the wrong Negro and said, I'm picking him because he's a Negro. I'm opposed to that. I don't think I've ever heard Thurgood Marshall's voice. Neither have I. <laughs> but he wasn't playing with y'all. Say, wrong Negro. I'm opposed to that. <laughs> you know, you know the way I think this is going to play out? How? My theory is that the way this is going to play out is that Clarence Thomas is really just sacrificing himself. Okay. Like metaphorically? Yeah. Or? Like I think he pushed everything through and he's pushing the limit and this was always the goal, right? Okay. Because even if he does leave, uh-huh. there's still a supermajority in the Supreme Court. He's pushed everything to the, you know, he's pushed like the main goals like Roe v. Wade and ending affirmative action, affirmative action, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And then his wife is now a part of, she's going to be a part of January 6th and he doesn't have to recuse himself. So I think that this all ends up actually working out really great for him. And he's basically like been martyred. So in a sense, like, oh, I've done my dirty deeds. Yep. Now I'm take these trips. Yeah. Like, get everything I can get real quick. Yeah, like, he's going to resign, and it's not going to matter. Like, right. that's what I don't think people understand. Like, he doesn't need to resign. Mm. He needs to be impeached. There mm. has to be shame. And it scares me that we genuinely live in this country where these people in the Supreme Court are impervious to any level of real um, consequences for uh, for 
you know, just heinous behavior. It's 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 unconscionable to be. Well, America has a problem, you know, giving repercussions to its leaders because I feel like it creates the for them. It feel, makes them feel like, oh, we're not perfect. We're not the perfect yeah. America that we, we talk about. You see yep. it with like Richard Nixon and then like Gerald Ford is like, we're going to pardon him. Let, let's forget about it. You see it with Donald Trump at all. Let's just let it go. Let's just let's just move on mm. because people don't want the American exceptionalism to like be tainted in any way. Like, look at what they did, you know. You're not wrong. I agree. And it's it's to our detriment. Mm -hmm. It's to our detriment. And so we're going to see what happens. But I feel like they're not going to do that. I mean, I will say this. Um, He is a black man. And I would I I am stretching imagination to think that they're just going to let him off without anything. They do a little hand slap. Like, you know, stop playing clearance. You knew better than that. (laughs) You know not to take them, take them trips. But go ahead and take another trip before we let you go. They might make, make him like a public, like a public, uh, what they call it, like how they write their opinions and put it out to the public. Maybe it's like write like a public apology a or dissent something. type thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe he has to do that. Like, I'm sorry, y'all. I knew better. I'm stepping down. And that's like his uh, consequence. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I genuinely think that he is going to get away from, get away with this. We going to find out. mad. Well, we shall see. Uh, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Give me a call. What do you think? You think think Clarence Thomas is going to get away with this? Or it's going to be the kind of thing where they're just like, well, we're not going to prosecute Trump, so we got to do it to you. No, I feel like we're not going to prosecute Trump, so therefore we won't do do it to you. I think it's going to be that way. I don't know. They may have to sacrifice one of them, and they're going to choose the black man. Well, that's true. But clearance, he quicker than that. Is he? <laughs> He's slimy. He might slide through. He is a fish. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you. <laughs> we'll be right back, y'all. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seal. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. And let's keep this Black Grit News thing going. All right, let's talk about Will Smith. Yes. Do we? We do have to talk about Will Smith. Okay. Because he went too far, Amanda, in his role in emancipation. Did he? He took that method acting to the extreme. The film followed the true story of Peter, a runaway slave whose photograph has been, you know, of his severely scarred back has made multiple rounds around the internet. We've seen a lot. It was also used to really call for abolition of slavery. But take a listen to him talking about Kevin Hart, about him taking on the role. I wanted to feel the degradation of slavery. Okay. And I just, I went I went too far in it. You know, the, the level of human brutality, yeah. what we will do to each other. You know, I had the metal, I had the chains on my neck. I want the real weight, put the real weight of them. I want the real chains, all of that. Thank you, Will Smith. You know, I had one, okay, when I first heard about this, Amanda, mm-hmm. I was like, he's just talking. He wants y'all to be like, I'm an actor. I went to the to the depths of it. Mm-hmm. But now on the other side of this, I'm thinking, the way I interpret it is like have a level of seriousness when I'm doing it. It's like a level of intent that these are these are these are real good experiences in the way that America doesn't regard. Like we do these movies like, oh, I'm playing a slave, I'm running around. But like this was a real thing. People were really like fighting for their lives. People really had chains on them. So in that way, I kind of see it, but I'm like, I don't know if you had to do all that now. It's it's, 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 a, little, it's a little too it's a little too heavy. But you were actress. I was gonna say SAG since '94. <laughs> you you know what, Jeremiah? I don't even have to say more. Remember Mariah Carey played a slave in The Butler? I think you remember that? No, she played a field slave. Interesting. Mariah can act though. It she can, but it was like Mariah. You're not gonna be a why the guy in the field. Stop playing. <laughs> she should be in the house. I don't know, but it's also Mariah Carey. So it's like, Mariah Carey, girl. <laughs> Last time we saw you in this setting, you was doing Dream Love video. <laughs> like, 
consciously as I'm watching watching this, I'm like, you get lost in the art. You're like, oh wait, it's real. This is real. And it get like worse and worse, but it's none of it's made up, it's all real. And it's like, oh, this but this is so many people's lived experience that I don't think I actually realized. Now, this is not going to make sense for some people, but I need you to hear me out. The movie Claudine. That's with Diane Carroll. Yes. And James Earl Jones. Okay. And Claudine talks about the whole idea of the welfare queen and the ways in which welfare and the rules of welfare that were basically saying that a woman cannot get a family cannot get Mm -hmm. government assistance. If the man is in the house, how that really dismantled the black family in an actualized way, not in a nuanced way. It was really just bottom line strategery that they did this. And it allowed for a lot of uh, fissures to happen between men and women in the black community. And of course, resentment. And I think it's a really great film that uh, just really like illuminates the ways in which black folks have had to find love against all the odds that are trying to come against them. I'm with you. Can I can I do one, one more before we go? Yeah. Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh, good one. I watched that. And I'm just like, that just reminded me like, oh. Head on swivel. Head on swivel. Also, black men. We'll be going on. Sometimes, That's why I said head on swivel. But like, our, I feel like black women always hold it down. Head on swivel. But black men, y'all be like, ooh, really? It had to be us? Mm-hmm. Taking down the other black men? It's like, oh my mm-hmm. God. It's like very nefarious. Uh, nice word. Um, 10 points for Gryffindor. I, I can name off the top of my head five different revolutions mm-hmm. that were undermined by a black man who was originally standing next to that black man. See? But watch that. That's a good one. You really had, you also, this the, the feds. Like, the feds don't love y'all. No. They don't love these hoes. They don't love them. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show because we love y'all. And this is a place to listen, laugh, and learn. Who else is giving y'all these types of picks? Nobody. These movie options. All right? We'll be right back. We're Big Up Let Down. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. Big Up, Big Up, Letdown. Big Up, Big Up, Letdown. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. I'm Amanda Seal. Amanda, it is now time for the Big Up Letdown. Big Up, Big Up, Letdown. Hey there, everybody. All right, let's get into it. Today's Big Up, Big Up goes to. Khalil Green, also known as at Gen Z Historian on TikTok. We've also had Khalil on the show prior, mm-hmm. uh, sharing with us his knowledge and information. He is educating youthful masses on historical moments. After first gaining traction for his video explaining the whitewashing of Martin Luther King Day, he's like curated his content to focus on other topics. He was also, I don't know if you all know this, but he was the first black student body president at Yale. Yeah, so that's how I heard about him, like before the internet. And, uh, you know, he's just been on TikTok and just going, like growing and going and growing and growing. So his, his degree is history. And... What I think is so fascinating about Khalil is that he, like so many other historians, have taken to TikTok Mm -hmm. to really actually educate people because they know that if they go the traditional route, which is either within the school system or professorship, there's so many efforts right now Mm -hmm. to suppress actual knowledge and information getting out there. So shout out to Khalil Green. You can also support his um, his Patreon because, again... 
Listen. Okay, Patreon. We got to help people do the work that they're doing. Also, there's just so much misinformation on the internet. We need people to bring actual information. Yes, and do it loudly. And he does a great job of, of, of actual organizing of the mm. content. And, you know, so congrats, big ups. Big up, big up. This is a general big up for just being dope, Khalil. Now, today's... Let down. It's just a general let down for Ice Cube needing to sit down. I never in my life thought that I would see this day. 50 is a hip hop and we here. And we here. So during an interview with Good Morning Britain, again, <laughs> why are you there? Ice Cube said this about Meghan Markle. You know, when you're in the house, you can make more changes to the house than when you're outside of the house. So um, you know, that's kind of my opinion, you know. Um, they were stuck it out, they might have been able to make some changes. First of all, why is O'Shea talking about Megan? Megan woke up today and was like, who was talking about me? <laughs> Second of all, how bold it is to say that someone who said they were having suicidal ideations mm-hmm. should have quote unquote stuck it out. It's a big house to fix. Third of all, you know, this notion of like, you can't fix the house if you're inside, if you're not inside the house. Mm-hmm. Um, Where do we, where do people come up with this? Because you know what you can do outside the house? What? Burn it down. Yeah. And not be in there when it falls to the ground. Don't be inside of it. This concept is so like, not, it's also just not accurate. The reality is that this is not a literal house. Mm. Uh, there are people and it is a system and it has been in place for quite some time. The monarchy. Longer than America's. And if you are within it, then you are propping it up. And when we look at the current state of the government in America, I think there's a lot of people that feel like they're reformists. Like we got to just move it, move the levers of of, of um, government to make it change and we all know that there are so many people within government that don't want to see that happen so you ain't gonna really make it make sense we had Marianne Williamson on the podcast this week talking about you know I don't agree with any of the ways that they're moving government I don't agree with the way it's operating but then you running for president mm-hmm. so what you gonna do when you in there so exactly so I say all that to say that what you need is people on both the inside and the outside and I also want to say the letdown goes to Ice Cube for once again missing the boat and it really speaks a lot to his own politics where we see him gallivanting around with all these very very problematic white people that he seems to think oh if I sidle up to them then I'm going to be able to change things because now I'll be their friendly black friend you think he'll like join the monarchy and take down the house from inside I mean he's already married but if 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 the situation allowed itself <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that Mary, he Mary Queen oh no she passed my bad are you gonna say Mary Queen of Scots? No, I was gonna say uh, Queen Elizabeth. Oh, we don't. We don't I care forgot about. She, I forgot she died. You said I'm sorry. We don't care. We don't care about that. <laughs> Shout out to colonialism. It's the Amanda Seal Show. That's your big up. Let down. Stay connected with us 24 seven on socials at Seal. Said it. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. He needs to check himself before he wrecks himself. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show, y'all. It's Jeremiah Like the Bible. I'm Amanda Seals. And we love that y'all listen. Thank you. But if you missed anything at any point in the show, you can always go back and check out our daily podcast. It's available wherever you get your podcast. Plus, we're always taking y'all calls on topics. This week's group chat, group chat topic is about STIs. Did you know the rates are on the rise in the United States? And that will affect you and how you move. So call us and tell us about, you know, how you are preparing. Are you, you know, wearing a rubber? No. If not, let us know. Or if you are, let us know. <laughs> or maybe it's one of the things you learned this week. Call 
call us anytime at one 855 Amanda-8, that's 1-855-262-6328. Let's go to the phone lines. What's up? Who's this? Hey, Amanda and Jeremiah, like the Bible. This is Anthony from Brooklyn calling in. I love the show. I wanted to Yay. talk about the age limit. Um, I think there should be an age limit, maybe around 70 years old as the maximum, because I think that there is a possibility of people who are, you know, in a career and maybe when they retire at 60, 65, they want to run for office. I think they should have the opportunity. But I think the most important thing is term limits, because there's no reason why the only people in this country that don't have term limits are people who make the law. Governors, Mm -hmm. mayors, presidents all have term limits. But the people who make the laws and interpret the laws, the judges and the Congress people, they can stay there forever. That's all I have to say. Love the show. Keep doing your thing. Thank you, Brooklyn. Thank you, Brooklyn. I agree. I I agree. Why is that? I'm not thinking about like, why is that the only place that don't have term limits? I mean, the other, you know, who else doesn't have, well, that's the thing. Supreme Court doesn't have term limits. I mean, maybe it's the idea that they outlast that current administration, so you aren't just tied to that. But even, like, I don't think a lifetime appointment makes sense. Like, even if it's, like, eight years, and you have eight years, you're done, so you aren't just, like, tied to people of that administration, but, yeah. I mean, I just think the idea of politics as an actual job is mm-hmm. is is flawed, because ultimately, our system should reflect the people. And if the system becomes... And if the people become the system, it's no longer mm-hmm. reflecting the people outside. Right, right. I bet you, I bet you put them uh, that wage cap on there. Folks will be like, I got to get up out of here. I got to get up out of here. I got to flip this. I got to flip this. Yeah, you know, I mean, the system that's in place is very much made to just keep the status quo. And so the longer they can keep people in, the better they will, the more they will. Somebody said this about just the strikes with um, corporations. They said they should, people in unions should make an addendum in their like contracts that the CEO oh, yeah, shouldn't yeah, make more than like 10, 10 times of their like lowest, lowest worker. person. So I think we did that in, in government, like whatever the minimum wage is, the lowest minimum wage across the country, <laughs> you can't make more than 10 times that. I bet they'll get to work. I bet they'll find another way. Mm-hmm. They will. <laughs> Parents time is taking trips. 36. 36 at, trips. At least. I have never taken, I haven't even taken 36 trips in my life. At least. Have I? I'll think about it. Keep it like right here to the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this time. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. Yo, yo, yo. It is August 15th, 2023. And on this day in 1987, U.S. Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall spoke to a gathering of federal judges. Mm. He reflected on his two decades on the court and particularly on the recent affirmative action rulings by the high court. Justice Marshall reminded his audience that the United States had not yet achieved racial quality or as he termed it, color a colorblind society. We played a dope clip earlier in the show of, re- of him also speaking to who his replacement was going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoke about Clarence Thomas and the fact that he was not the right pick. If you want to hear that audio, make sure you go to wherever you get your podcast and check out the show because I think it's really dope to hear that. I had never heard that audio. I had never even heard Thurgood Marshall speak before. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I, this was audio that was uncovered 
uh, I just came across it on the internet and so many people in my comments were like, oh my God, I never knew. We knew about Anita Hill, of course. Right. We knew about even um, Rosa, Rosa Parks. Parks. But I, yeah, she wrote a letter, a strongly worded letter. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like the ones I write to Delta. Like I am upset. <laughs> Have you ever heard Rosa Parks speak? No. I heard her speaking in Dakarini one time. I'm like, oh my God. It's like, you know they speak, but it's like you never hear them. You only see pictures. Exactly. So it's, like, wow. it's like they're actually like an actual a person. person. Right. Oh, okay. Well, we got Black Red News coming up because we're actual people. What we got? Right. I got one question before we get into Black Red News. What's up? Do you think Thurgood Marshall could beat up Clarence Thomas? Like in his prime? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I thought so too. That's one. Know, know your thoughts. Okay. Black Red News. <laughs> <laughs> SCRs are on the rise, y'all, in the US. But there's a new pill that can help that. But it don't mean you need to, you know, stop doing your stuff. But we go talk about it. Stop anyway. doing your stuff. <laughs> also, who's stepping up to help the people in Maui, putting their money where their mouth is? We're going to talk about it. Also, Amanda has a new political comedy documentary in Amanda We Trust coming out soon. It's happening. This Friday, actually. This Friday. I am very, very excited. I cannot believe believe that we are reaching the finish line of putting this out there and then a whole new struggle begins because we got to make sure that people know about it and that they're going to support so if you want to get behind a sister that's really trying to use her art to create change and you know what to do go to in amanda we trust.com all right i hope i hope that y'all will use your little 15 dollars and uh and get this thing when it drops. Well, after we play this game today, they don't want to spend their money. Cause I'm gonna test you, Amanda Seals, on you know some government stuff, see what you really know. She be on here talking, y'all, but what she really know. We're gonna find out today. Okay. Also, we gotta find out how black we feel today this hour. So stay locked in. All right, stay locked in. We'll be right back. Black Red Kelsey Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. All right, we have to ruin some people's day. Ooh, y'all. They are saying the STIs are on the rise in the United States. So STIs are sexually transmitted infections and they continue to skyrocket. A growing number of physicians are prescribing a commonly used antibiotic as a way to prevent chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis infections. According to the CDC, the number mm-hmm. of syphilis cases in the United States are at their highest levels in over 50 years, and the nation still needs new tools to prevent STIs. Some um, physicians are now prescribing a commonly used antibiotic, like I mentioned. Um, Doxycycline, this is a class of medications traditionally treated um, bacterial STIs, Mm -hmm. like um, some have been affected, but the recent recent research suggests that one 200 milligram dose of the drug can be effective in preventing such infections if you take the the drug within 72 hours of unprotected sex. Or you could just know we're a condom. You know, <laughs> I'm glad that we're making advancements that are going to be able to like help people get help, be healthier. But I think mm-hmm. we also need habits to be healthier. No one's saying yes. don't have sex, but just be smarter about it. And I think there's a real lackadaisicalness that people have around wearing condoms and right, like the same way that people didn't want to wear masks to protect other people from getting COVID. It's like they don't want to wear condoms to protect other people from getting their infections. And that's so weird to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we just uh, we see like in our education system, we aren't really taught robustly about sexual health in a real way. Um, I think that's the part in a real way. In a real way, it's like we're talking about we're talking about sexual health without being talking about sex. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you can catch that thing, but we're gonna talk about how you how you catch it, um, or just even just like prevention, like the things you like you said, there are common practices you can use to prevent having to take a pill. You know, you want to be work smarter, not harder. You want to be uh, proactive, not reactive. Well, there's also this idea around like the morals of sex versus the Mm, ethics mm. versus the ethics. Now, the morals gets into a problem because it becomes where it's like, well, there's the Christianity of it all. There's Mm. like all these other things that are attached around like who should and who shouldn't, et cetera, Mm. versus just the ethics of like it's a body 
it's your body, it's someone else's body. Mm -hmm. And like, how do we care about other people? How do we treat other people? And I think honestly, there, if there were a class in high school around how like sex, even if it's not the whole class, Mm -hmm. but just a part of like the emotional ways that sex is a part of how we interact with each other. Mm-hmm. I think people would, we'd have a different society. Florida not approving it. They ain't going to approve that in Florida. You said what? Florida not going to approve that. Florida's like, not even approving anything. They're going to be like emotional well-being of I it. Mean, no. Well, they, I mean, they literally have parents that are like, why do we need to teach our children <laughs> mindfulness? And in the new documentary that I'm doing, because and Amanda, we trust, we have two actual like people that work mm-hmm. with children uh, that also went to school with Jeremiah, but they, they were talking about the fact that like mindfulness mm-hmm. and, you know, being able to have mental health as a center and the awareness of emotion around children would make such a difference. I know this is kind of dovetailed off from this STI scenario, but we're going to talk more about this on um, Thursday in the group chat. Yeah. You know, the whole going to the clinic, we're going to get into that. We're going to talk about, has it, have you ever been scared? Have you ever had an STI? What was that situation? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, Listen, I hope y'all will call in. You don't got to say your name, of course. Right. Maybe you even disguise your voice if you want to. But I think it's really a fact that we out here smashing and folks been getting stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's the rise. It's like when I, when, I, when I would see, when I would be in a, in, a, in a party and they'd be like, if you ain't ever had it, if you ain't burning, whatever, I'd be like, y'all are funny. Because y'all in here, y'all in here. <laughs> lying. Lying. Y'all in here and you got hot wings between your legs. And I will say before we go, the idea of even just demystifying the conversation around like sexual health, because I think that's also part of why a lot of people raise their hand in the club. Like I ain't never had it because it's like, it becomes like a shame thing. Like, but someone said- Oh my God, yes. But someone said this, I forgot like the percentage of it, but like the like if you practice having sex, there's a likelihood that you, you could catch something. It's, it's not as- taboo as we make it like it's kind of like if you go onto a mask go onto um, a, a spreader event without a mask you might catch a cold you might catch a flu you know why that you, you know why you never see like a walk for herpes why because it's so out here oh. like you're gonna see a walk for aids because they like yo you can die from this mm-hmm. you're not gonna see a walk for herpes because it is so common there's two t- there's multiple types right because one is just like the cold sore like you have to just regular one's the top one's the bottom then you can get the then you can get the mouth and then you can mm-hmm. give the one from the top to the bottom I mean listen it but that's why you ain't never gonna see it but now I'm sure so everybody let's, let's book our appointments right now make sure we do <laughs> we'll be right back to the Amanda Seal show y'all the Amanda Seal show we up we up we up it's the Amanda Seal show I'm Amanda Seals I'm Jeremiah like the bible this is a sad one. It is. We got to talk about Maui. Um, so the destruction caused by the Maui wildfires in Hawaii have prompted several celebrities to step up and help. Help. Um, just so you, as we know right now, the Dove's Hole in Maui has climbed to 99. These are fires are now the deadliest U.S. fires in over a century in the U.S. Um, but like I said, there are some celebrities who are helping to step up. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos and his fiance Lawrence San- Sanchez are pledging $100 million to recovery efforts. Um, Jeff Bezos has an estimated net worth of $106.63 billion, so he kind of, he got it. Also, Oprah's promises to make a major donation to Maui as well. Dwayne Rock Johnson, who grew up on the island, is also giving an undisclosed amount of money. But you, we know he gave $1 million to the sag after strike recently, so I'm sure he'll give somewhere within the millions. Also, Jason Momoa, who also grew up on the island, is speaking out and offering his support to the island by providing an undisclosed amount of money as well. So I'm happy to see people are actually, you know, providing aid to the people of Maui at this time because they need it. I mean, I've heard, and of course this is just conspiracy, but people are saying that the way the fires may have started could be nefarious because they 
you know, this is land that developers wanted to just develop on, and that people, I heard this people didn't want to sell their land. When I hear stuff like that, I'm like, oh, please don't tell me y'all that, y'all. If that you know, why. if you know how Hawaii was taken, then this is not far fetched. It's by not any stretch of the imagination. But it's like the party that hope for like the best in the world. You like they they ain't going out like that, especially because you like we said this is the deadliest U.S. fire in over a century, um, and these people I, don't care about other people's lives. They don't at all. So, I mean, so yeah, it's probably, and it's possible in the, in the United States of America. So I ain't putting nothing past it. Um, but I am happy to see people actually step up and give um, money because a lot of times, I think, especially when it comes to indigenous groups, people feel like they're overlooked a lot of times when it comes to getting aid um, from the community and people actually stepping up to help them in the, like, we rally around all the white communities when they're going through something. I mean, I think um, it's very... I think there's also something that people just don't understand around like tourism and this mm-hmm. idea that like these are places that were colonized. Say it again. Colonized. Colonized. Like y'all, Hawaii is not a, a U.S. state because it was territory or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like Hawaii was stolen mm-hmm. from Hawaiians. And when I say stolen, I don't mean in like some esoteric you know, way. I mean, literally, white people went over there and stole it. Well, I mean, if you look from at, the 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 monarchy. I mean, it, I mean, it sounds like separate, but if you look at just how the manifest destiny of it all, it's pretty much the same thing. A little bit, a little bit um, uh, more specific to Hawaii, but like even like with the Indians, when the Indians and like this is yes. our land now. Oh, we we here now. We we fought a war. I mean, we uh, bought this land from the French, but it wasn't the French land either. They it took this from somebody. They else. took this from somebody else. <laughs> but we learned about it in a way like, oh, it's a transaction. They 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 bought this land and even in the idea of like they fought for this land right. it's like it wasn't your it wasn't nothing to fight oh fight for that's like me coming to your house and be like i'll beat up a minute this is my house now i mean that's what's happening in palestine well it all come together y'all it's all it's all a cycle where we got a break the cycle is continuous and that's what we need to break yeah because again we talked about earlier how we're just a pale blue dot mm. we are literally just a planet in the center of an infinitous universe and people are fighting over land as if there isn't enough do you what, know how mindless that is what rules they made up rule borders they made up we, we paying bills because y'all made the bills that's all we need the money we got credit because y'all decided we have credit. You know the credit didn't come out like the 80s or something like that? 89! When I found that out, I said, oh, y'all really? Y'all a racket. <laughs> so tired. I'm tired. A racket. I had no idea. So y'all just remember, when you say things like, it's, oh, gun violence is never going to end, or we're never going to get to vote, or we're never... Just remember, there was a time before. Mm-hmm. There was always a time before, which means there will be another time. In another lifetime. I don't know that song. Neither Keep it locked right here. <laughs> Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show and sending our love to Maui. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. I'm Amanda Seals. And Amanda, this Friday, you got a political comedy documentary coming out to the internet so the people can, can watch, correct? Correct. Are you excited? <sighs> Am I excited? You know, excited is a word that I really only reserve for like cats and trips okay um but i'm really more so just like i'm pleased mm, okay well in honor of this week being your premiere week amanda can i play a little game because within the special you know you went to the streets you talked to the people in washington dc about you know their thoughts their um, knowledge on pop culture as well as government so i'm gonna put your t- put your knowledge to the test in this little game that i came up with that has no title it's just a fun game so are you ready? Mm-hmm. 
All right, we're gonna start off easy for you, Amanda. Who was the first female MC? The first female MC was Charlotte Rock. That is correct. <laughs> Who are you playing with? All right. Your next one. Let's, let's see how much, how much you know this then. Who was the first black woman to run for president? I mean, is it Shirley Chisholm? I don't know. I don't, I don't think know. it's Shirley Chisholm. Um, the first black woman to run for president. I'm going to say Shirley Chisholm. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Unbought and unbossed. Which I, I heard she's like a big inspiration for like the actual special, correct? Yes. And her poster uh, was the inspiration for our poster for the project. Mm. So when you see Seals and Amanda We Trust, you can go and you can take a look. And she had her poster and it said Chisholm, Unbought and Unbossed. All right. Next question. Well, I'm going to step it up a little bit. Okay. Name all of the characters that Martin Lawrence played on Martin. All of them? Yeah. Oh, give me at least, at least give me four. Rome and Rome. Okay. Um, Shanene. Mm-hmm. Um, the white guy who, uh, uh-huh. I forgot, uh, but the white guy. Um, Lil, Lil Daryl. What was his name? Lil. Lil. It is Lil. There is no Lil, but he is Lil. Um, I wasn't the biggest Martin fan. Like, I liked Martin, but I was a Fresh Prince girl myself. Um, so I'm going to say little uh, James. The person you're looking for is Roscoe. Roscoe. Yeah, Roscoe, Roscoe. With snotty nose. But I got, I, I did well. So, <laughs> and actually I could have just said Martin. <laughs> you could have said Martin. See? You well, you started talking before I was finished. You said uh, as, as many as I can. And I didn't even get there. Well, okay. How about I don't know good. <laughs> can you name three people who are running for president in 2024? Ugh, unfortunately, <laughs> yes. <laughs> give me some. Give me three. Uh, Nimrata Haley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Governor to Satan. Yes. And uh, Pace Face. Orange Pace Face. Yes, he is. You guys know who that is. We're not, <laughs> not going to decipher. All right, two more, two more. Okay. What What were the characters that Kid and Play played in House, house Party? Kid and Play. Are you sure? Yes. Final answer? Yes. Okay. <laughs> You ain't come to play. You just got played out. Oh, 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 That was a trick question. All right, this is the last one. You ready? Yeah. I'm going to add them to this. Name all three branches, three branches of the government. Mm-hmm. Tell me who makes up that branch and what their job is. Legislative, executive, and judicial. Uh-huh. Okay, the legislative branch is made up of Congress, mm-hmm. which is made up of 435 uh, rep- representatives mm-hmm. and, f- and why are you looking at me like this? I ain't, I ain't asked for all that. Well, go ahead. You didn't. You no. said who makes it up? Who makes? You want to get into specifics to flex your knowledge? <laughs> why are you hating on so me? Four hundred thirty-six. Why are you hating on me? Like when I would come to set looking cute and insecure. <laughs> go ahead. All right, and one hundred <laughs> senators. Okay. Judicial branch. Judicial branch is your Supreme Court. The Supreme Court is made up of Supreme Court justices that are appointed by Congress mm-hmm. and then serve lifetime terms where they don't get checked about anything, even taking 36 luxurious trips, mm-hmm. which is corrupt. Yeah. One billion percent. And then lastly, we have the executive branch, which is made up of the president and the vice president of the United States. Well, you know, you know a little something, Amanda Steele. <laughs> 
So y'all might, they might got to watch the specials. See, let's see what the people know. Because you went down there with the people. And yes. some knew some stuff. Some was a little shaky-baky, but you know. I think the real point of the special is that it really shows that we got to get more involved and that there's space for us. It is. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Make sure you go to In Amanda We Trust so you can get into the goodness of the special because the trailer is out and the special is going to be out on Friday. We'll call us right. when you do. When you yeah. sign up, call us. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seal Show, y'all. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> you're funny, Amanda. You're Why? Com- you're a comedian. Why am I funny? What did I say that was funny? No, you just like, we'll be talking between breaks, y'all, and Amanda go right into back into the show. It's always <laughs> funny. It's just like, we'll just start. And like, are we back in the show? <laughs> You know, because what I was talking about was that I, you know, so we're going to be doing screenings for the special. I'm really yeah. excited about that for the for the documentary. They're going to be doing screenings in Houston, in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. in D.C. Oh, yeah, that's listening. Y'all can come see it. Y'all can come see it. Uh, you just make sure that you go to their different radio stations and register. Um, and, you know, I got to tell you, I was trying to do one in L.A. And it was just like, why? I have to spend my own money and it's not no small bit of change either. Mm-hmm. But it was started to turn into like my job. Like versus the person who I had like hired to put it together. And I had to catch myself just now and be like, you know what? Release this. Mm-hmm. Release this. You don't, you know, you don't, you don't need to do this. I know that you feel like you need to do this because you want to celebrate your wins. And but if you really are real about it, you feel like you need to do this to make it a thing. Mm-hmm. It's already gonna be a thing. That's a real thing. You sometimes you have to reevaluate like what's the actual yeah. What's what's driving this behind all of this? Like I'm putting together guest lists and all this. Why am I? What am I doing? I just don't. I just need to. Be, I just need to. I'm trying to really be better about like doing things with intention. Mm. And when it feels like the intention is not really there, or when the intention the is right intention, yeah, and like when it feels like force, just letting it go. I feel you. For flow, not force. That's been like my. That's like my real like mindset. We have how black do you feel right now? Oh well, okay. Well, let me tell. I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna tell you right now. (laughs) (laughs) I feel Scuba Gooding Jr. Black. (laughs) Okay. Okay. The brother that jumped in the water in Montgomery Mm -hmm. because it is flow, Mm -hmm. not force. All right. He made it to the dock. He did. Because he was flowing, mm-hmm. you know, with the intention that was clear. And so that's how I feel. I'm trying to be in flow with clear intentions that will take me to the next space. I love that. That's my. That's how black I feel today. How about you, Jeremiah? I feel Tay Diggs black. Because you're wearing a muscle shirt? I'm screaming. That's not why. <laughs> I am wearing a muscle shirt, though. Um, <laughs> but I feel Tay Diggs black because, um, well, I recently met Tay Diggs. Very nice And he was man. lovely. Very nice man. Very nice teeth. Um, also, because he was in the best man, and that was my brother's best man at his wedding. I did not. Oh, that's I, I didn't have a best man story in like the movie. That ain't what's going on. No, no, no. None, no, none no, of that no, happened. No, no. Um, but yeah, so you know, I'm, I, I'm feeling like the love is in the air vibe. You know, wedding look, you feel like, oh, love. I want, I want, I want love. So you know, that's how I feel. You see my face. <laughs> it's a euphoric feeling. It, it wears off after, after like you know, seventy two hours. <laughs> 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 when you go on an actual date, you're like, oh. This is what it's actually like. It's like watching porn. <laughs> like in the middle of it, you're like, yeah, this makes sense. The minute you achieve your goal, you're like, what is this? Like, what am I doing? Oh my Shay. God, get me out of here. Ah! 
This isn't me. You look in the mirror. This, <laughs> this isn't me. It is. <laughs> it, it was. It was you. Yeah. All right. Well, we got more for you right here at the Amanda Seal Show. So don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the For today's word of the day. I am. One of the few times where I didn't know the word. Mm. The word of the day is malaise. Malaise. Sounds like Milan, but it's not Milan. I know there's a black child named Malaise somewhere. Well, there's a Malaysia on, but that's a country, but it's also Malaysia on Basketball Wives. Okay. So shout out to Malaysia, wherever shout you are. Shout out to Malaysia. <laughs> um, malaise, I guess to defer maybe to... To, um, to like put aside to malay something to put something you know at ease actually that I mean to me that sounds like a very real like possible answer okay uh, however it is incorrect okay per usual this is not this is not a new phenomenon you know every day around this hour Amanda gives me a word put my best effort out and it's always incorrect but you know what I never give up you don't. You never give up. You never show signs of malaise. No. It refers to a slight or general feeling of not being happy or healthy. Mm, okay. So, uh, you know, when my ex would be like sad face, I'd be like, are you good? And he would say, I'm chilling. I knew that that was an actual sign of malaise. Got it. But Got because it. of his unwillingness to do his own self-work around emotions, he was not uh, capable of using his words to actually express what he was feeling. Did he? Do you think he knew he was malaise? Is that the right? Uh, do I? Mal- do I, Did he know? He was malaise. Malaise. Ma- did he have malaise? Like, did he know? Like, oh, I'm actually in a state of malaise right now. Um. You know what? I actually don't even know because I think sometimes. You know, I'm reading this book, The Atlas of the Heart by by uh, <laughs> Brene Brown. And she really talks at length about just the fact that when we don't have language for our emotions, we are at a real detriment. Mm-hmm. Like we're at like a loss. And it really made me say to myself, you know, the uniqueness about humans is that we are able to uh, communicate our feelings like in very distinct ways. Like other animals are able to communicate their feelings, but we have language that exists Mm -hmm. in another way. And so that's what makes us human. And so the less capable that you are of doing that, the less effort, the less ability that you have to do that, it it takes you less and less away from humanity and more and more in an animalistic state. And that is survival. Not animalistic. Well, because survival is a mindset that has really like small... Uh Um, it, this is a very com- like it's a complicated thought process, but I've been thinking about it. And y'all gonna get an internet video about to, about it soon. No, that's good though, because I think also so I think even if when you just are, are having like an off day, you can't figure out why am I off. Like you know something is off, but you can't really articulate it. I feel like it makes it even worse. It's like yes, I'm because off. you feel like you're bound, right? But I can't. I don't know why I'm off. I just know it's off, but I can't put my finger on it. So now I'm just mm-hmm. in the mud. Well, you also you feel you feel ho- not hopeless, but you feel like defenseless. Mm-hmm. Cause you you don't you're fighting an enemy you can't see. It's like when you get uh the little sleep thing, sleep paralysis. You can't get up. When did that happen? You never had sleep paralysis. No. What's going on with you? You never had sleep paralysis where like you like wake up and you like can't move your body. No. What? That's not normal. That's what people. Have. I don't have. I've had it before. I don't have like all the time, but I've had it before. The last time I had it though was in a hotel in Atlanta. 
You mean after you had a panic attack? You know what, y'all? No, not that. That was uh, this was last year. That's my funny and black. I rest my case. We'll be right back. We got more coming. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. It's Jeremiah like the Bible here. Now, before we get into... Politicians say the darndest things. just talking about sleep paralysis with Jeremiah like the Bible and he was saying that that's like a very normal thing and I was like that is absolutely not a normal thing well guess what I was right this is why it's called the Amanda Seal show sleep paralysis is a temporary loss of muscle control just after falling asleep or waking up it frequently involves hallucinations or a feeling of suffocation no one knows exactly what causes sleep paralysis but it is linked to sleep disorders and certain mental health conditions such as increased stress excessive alcohol consumption sleep deprivation and narcolepsy but also sleep paralysis can't occur in otherwise normal sleepers and is surprisingly common in its occurrence in university universality you say never had it now you go have it now you, now you think about it you know what I think we just demonstrated <laughs> what confirmation bias <laughs> <laughs> Because I Google is sleep, I Google is sleep paralysis common. Because people have talked to me about this before. If I only had it like once, I was like, "That's weird." And I had it, I was like, "Oh, this that's scary." I mean, I've lived for forty three years, and I ain't never had it. You don't want no forty. Why do I keep saying I'm forty three? I'm forty two. You jump in timelines. I'm forty two. I'm forty two, and I've never had sleep paralysis. It only lasts like a, like two seconds. You be like, I'm like Jesus, and it be gone. <laughs> I'm for real. That's when I be calling. I be like, Lord, they trying oh, to get me. Oh my goodness. They trying to hold me back. <laughs> Can't nobody take my shot. All right, let's get into this, yo. Let's get into this. Okay. This is, this is. So today, y'all, we got to talk about this man running for president. Apparently, his name is Vivek Ramaswamy. I can't stand this fool. Yeah, he was in Iowa recently at the state fair for, um, he's at the state fair for a campaign stamp, a, yeah, a yeah. campaign stop. And he decided to display his rapping skills, y'all. Wait, wait, no. He, I don't think it's fair when we make it like it is a skill. Like, he decided to... Get on a mic and, and start try making noise. Uh, but before he did, he told the audience that Lose Yourself by Eminem was his favorite on the campaign trail. Then he started rapping. Let's take a listen. He goes back and he knows when he goes back to this mobile home. That's when it's back to the lab. And yo, it's old rap. So he better go catch this moment and hope it don't catch it. Lose yourself in the music, the moment. Wait, 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 wait. That was all. Is he, he's rapping with it and it can't even rap on beat? Can't get it. You know, Eminem be going fast. It's too fast for me. I can't catch the beat. Can't catch it. Well, at least we know he won't be, um, well, he ain't gonna win, a, win the presidency. But you know, if we, um, we don't have to be subjected to any more, you know, rap performances from him anytime soon. Let me tell y'all, a lot of these people running, I feel like they're just, t- they're taking their little moment. Like mm-hmm. he's having his Eminem moment. He's been waiting to do that. He's, he's been, been waiting. waiting. Did he, I wonder if he, does he even have enough um, polling to be involved in the debate? He is. He qualified for the debate. Debate, uh, just so y'all know, the debate is going to be an entire poo-poo show. The debates also, to your point, are just people like, I'm on TV. Let me just <laughs> yes. say something crazy. Yes. They waiting to get their name called. They trying to be on TikTok. Because usually, I feel like the, the, no matter which party, they're like usually like two people who are actually con- in contenders for the role. <laughs> Everybody else is just there for like And this TV. fool said that he's not even sure if he's going to go. See? Because he really doesn't need to. Y'all not serious. I mean, we got a fascist. Mm-hmm. We got uh, a liar mm-hmm. and a, a weakling. That could be multiple people, though. I don't that's, know which one that is. Oh, okay. We got um, a cornball, Vivette. Okay. We got a... 
a, 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 a false identity of what do we call her? Um, an impersonator. An impersonator <laughs> in Nimarada. Nimer- <laughs> Am I missing anybody? I mean, there's a whole slew of people who aren't. But you have Tim Scott, you know, he's. Oh, there. we gotta come. We do, we do. And then there's other people who are still trying to like get included. They're like there, but they're not really there. Well, they literally may not be there because they don't have enough polling to be yeah. included. They just fighting for their life. They trying to, <laughs> they trying to make it. They making them last minute calls. He's like, who can I call? Cause you about to be the president. Well, you know they love a liar. Oh, well. So come on down, get them Second headlines coming at you when we get back. Keep it locked right here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. It's time, it's time for us to get on out of here. It is. Make sure y'all brush out teeth if y'all didn't already. <laughs> another story for another time. Another day. On the group chat, though, we are going to talk about um, group chat. On group chat Thursday, we're going to talk about like loaning folks money. money. Uh-huh. How that shows it. up in relationships. In other ways, how can it affect you in your relationship if you don't pay that money back? If you go into collections <laughs> in your own household. Sir, going into collections <laughs> in your own household is crazy. <laughs> but today we talked about, Amanda, the rights of SDIs. They are skyrocketing in the U.S. Um, we actually going to continue this conversation on our on group chat Thursday as well about mm-hmm. um, SDIs. So call us and tell us, let us know if you, you get checked regularly, if you had a scare or somebody, you know, you was with had a scare. Call yes. us. You got to tell us your name, but you know, we want to hear some stories. We do. No, it's a good time. Also, Democratic lawmakers want Justice Clarence Thomas to resign because he's taking these trips all over the place, taking these gifts that he's not supposed to be taking. So violation. Also, Will Smith said he took his character in emancipation too far. He wanted to feel the degradation, was his word, of slavery mm-hmm. from the beginning character. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know how we felt about that. But we did tell y'all some movies that black people should watch, get past, you know, the trauma and like the, the violence of it all because they have like good lessons, I guess you could say, for us to, yes. to take on. And the information in a nation that is making it increasingly more difficult to actually mm-hmm. get the actual facts of things. Yes. No, a few weeks ago, Carly Russell lied. But then we found out today, <laughs> former Baltimore Ravens tackle Michael Orr, when the Blindside. Yeah. He said the family that quote unquote adopted him lied. They blindsided him. <laughs> that was like the movie really bad. The blindsided too. Oh man. <laughs> All right. Well, if you missed any of the show, like you just heard, then make sure you go to wherever you get your podcast and uh, check it out. You can also check out the latest episode of my podcast, Small Doses. This week we had presidential hopeful Marianne Williamson on. She was definitely put to the test on her policies and where she wants to go with this country. So make sure you catch that. Also, don't forget my unapologetically political comedy documentary in Amanda We Trust is dropping on the 18th and you want to make sure that you don't miss out on it. So make sure you go to inamandawetrust.com. Check out the trailer, drop your email in there and boom, you will have an email in your inbox where you can access the documentary and support your girl. All right. We're trying to we're trying to do something different here, and I'm, I'm really hoping that I'm gonna get, that I'm gonna get you all support. I'm campaigning, so to speak, yep. uh, for edutainment, and that is educational entertainment. So shout out to all of you. Make sure that you go to In Amanda We Trust, and make sure that you join us tomorrow because coming up on Wednesday's show, we'll have all your Blackheart news. Back to school season, and some schools in the South are allowing paddling. What? Ciao. Plus, we got your big up let down in another edition of Politicians Say the Darndest Things on In Demand. Plus, uh, we'll be talking more in Demand that we trust. All right. So all that's happening on Wednesday on the Amanda Social. Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Be safe, y'all. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.